I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We just have a good rhythm together, you know. I, he sort of feels me out. I feel him out. And uh, we go for it. Hey, this is hot shit. Uh, hello, everyone, and welcome to the worst idea of all time, live in Auckland. Yeah. yeah. In the beautiful whammy bar on a Sunday afternoon, I have never felt shabbier in all my days. Uh, I feel okay. And thanks for coming. Uh, it's funny, you know, you get, a real, uh, you get a real taste for who your audience is when you do the live shows, don't you? And our audience Gorgeous. is... <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, humble, I would Stunning. say. Uh, and, you know, in terms of majority, they just look like different versions, diverse and interesting group of people. But you really just attract other fucking versions. You just attract Jesus other... Jesus Christ, guy. Oh, well, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you expect, man? Uh, we Let's just give watch... some context to the watch, eh? So... Well, actually, do you know there is... I know of at least one audience member who is, has got no concept of anything that's, that's about cool. to happen. So impressive to stumble into a show that was advertised about five days ago. Uh, I mean, this is serious niche viewing, but uh, or listening for those of you playing along at home. Uh, one libertarian listener. Um, it's my MacBook here, if you're curious. Uh, so it's good. Uh, this is a, this is we have just watched for the forty fifth time in uh, what's forty five divided by two, Tim? Twenty two and a half. Nice weeks. Uh, we've watched the Sex in the City movie. And uh, it was not good. There's been like an hour of buffering between when we got set up, ready to record, which yeah. means that the the impact of the movie and the sort of uh, psychological deterioration that has enforced has lessened somewhat. A little. Like I feel significantly more relaxed than I did in your house. You know, it was fucked up though. And this is a real credit to the sense of humour of the bar staff here. Our beautiful tech, Tom. Give it up for Tom, everyone. Uh, Tom thought it'd be a real funny gag to just play the Sex in the City, the movie, the soundtrack while we were setting up, and it was terrifying. <laughs> it was yeah. like, but I've already seen it today. I've, I've already done it. I thought you were punking me, but uh, no. So we, we, hey, Finn, how are you, man? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Good to see you. Good seat too. I actually reckon it's going to block the projector later, but uh, time will tell. Um, no, he's look, he's sitting in it now, and the watch the eye lines. Look fine. at him. No, he moved after you said it. Sit how you'd like to sit, Finn. This is going to make for some absolutely terrible listening. Um, 
Well, it'll be a huge deviation from the previous string of 44 episodes we've released. Not wrong. Start as you mean to go on. Uh, no, so we, we watched it at Tim's house. Tim flew back from Wellington. I picked him up from the airport. Poppy on the lappy. Uh, dropped the car back off at my girlfriend's. We called a Zoomie to Tim's house. We watched the movie in the Zoomie. Uh, Zoomie, of course, yeah, Zoomie is a, a locally owned uh, ride-sharing app. It's like an organic Uber. It's like yeah. a, a, a free-range, locally sourced Uber. It is. Do you know, I was talking to a driver last night. He said, oh, uh, uh, I said, how many people order Zoomie? Because you've got to drive for all of them if you're driving. He drives for yeah. Uber and Ola and Zoomie. He said, uh, Uber is about 60%, down from 80 about a year ago. Yeah, they're getting a raw shake on that now. Yeah. The rates keep going down. And then uh, Older probably Terrible. comprises uh, 35% of it. Uh-huh. And then Zoomies are a mega 5%. Mm. Uh, in fact, this episode brought to you by Zoomie. Use the code worst idea to nothing, get a, Nothing will uh, happen. You, you'll get locked out. But uh, yeah, so we watched it. We got to Tim's and we were just watching on a laptop in his kitchen and it was not reaching us. We could not interface with the movie. And well, Tim's hold on, even, two... even before, oh, before that, before that, like, we're in the middle, well, we're actually at go the ahead, Tim. end of the, uh, Tim, go ahead. the comedy festival now, so we've been doing lots of performing um, on a stage, I've just finished my show, I did nine, nine nights of it, and um, I'm very tired, I'm very, very tired, and I slept for about three hours last night, and to just like, have to get on a Jetstar flight, so it's, it like I had to be at the airport at about eight o'clock. I'm going to give you a list of things that no one else made you do. Yeah, no one else made you get three hours of sleep last night. No one else made you book a Jetstar flight. No one else is making you watch Sex and the City this for the forty fifth time. Yep, these are all decisions you have made, and now you're bemoaning them in front of a, a paying audience. I was just giving context. You know what's messed up as well is I had a beautiful, gorgeous in New Zealand flight, but for tomorrow that is now just. Because you put this show on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just... (laughs) The amount of flights that I've booked and not taken is fucking staggering. How many? Like, it'd be more than 10. Be double digits. Is that uncommonly high? It's quite a lot, isn't it? No, that's high, man. I've I've only done that once due to a medical emergency. That's it. Yeah. Because I I book a flight and then I'll forget things are on. There's got to be a better system, really. You'd think, hey. And the fucked up thing is, I went to change the flight, because I figured it out fairly early on, when we were like, this is the only day we can do the live show. I said, oh, I better try and change that in New Zealand flight. And it was going to cost $300 to change it. It would have been worth it, though. I don't think it would. It costs less than half of that to fly Jetstar. So say what you will about Jetstar, but, you know. They're cheap. They are cheap. I will say that. I'll say jet are cheap. Anyway, all of this is a huge deviation from what I was trying to say. So we went to Tim's lounge. He's got these big honking speakers right next to the couch in his lounge. And to watch the movie to really engage and let it penetrate us, pure brute force, we, uh, we put the soundtrack on. Speakers not unlike the ones that we're performing on today. And so on a very small laptop screen, we watched Sex in the City, accompanied by the loudest audio that was slowly, because it was done on Bluetooth, becoming more and more out of sync yeah. as the movie wore on, which ordinarily is infuriating enough as it is. And I but, pointed the speakers at us. Yeah. Just to add, it was so fucking loud, you guys. We were working on, well, I was working on the assumption that, like, if it's so loud, there's no way to escape it or ignore it anymore. Because we drift off. It's hard. You're sitting there, you're looking at the screen. And it's coming at you, and you hear it, and it's like, it's all happening, but you just tune out now. But to have something at that 
volume. It was like just pure vibrations. I felt like a snake interpreting a... movements in the on the ground. You know, it was so fucking snakes loud. Not, can snakes not hear? It, nah. Truly? Yeah, so I think video, that's right. Oh, no, if you, I, no, that's right. No, I stand by that. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Snakes can't hear anything. They feel vibrations on the ground. They don't have ears. I've never seen a snake with ears, but that's not to say they don't have holes through that's, which they that's hear. That's why the whole snake charmer thing's kind of, it's all movement. That's true. It is all movement. It's yeah. the bottom of the, the recorder yeah. or the, whatever woodwind instrument they're playing. Yeah. That's why they're doing that. They could be playing nothing. I could be a snake charmer. Do you think? Well, on th- in theory. I, I, could could, I, I could be anything in theory. I could see you doing it with your body. You're very like limber, dude. I could see you just like interpretive dancing I would, for the I, snake. Yeah, the snake I'd be, be like, more yes. snake than snake charmer. Yeah, that's true. You would do it. This is what. We, this is you. Okay, tell me. Here's you. Tell me who I am. You're on a street corner and you're like, I'm a snake charmer now, and so you've got a snake. And, and I go, guys, I just, no, no, I do this. I go to the snake. I go, all right, mate. <laughs> to the snake. <laughs> I'm a charmer. I'm charming snakes, <laughs> but it can't hear you. We've been through this. So you're there presenting yourself on the street corner as a snake charmer and you're using your body to do it. And I reckon it'd be a beautiful thing to watch. And everyone would be looking at you, but not for the reason you thought. And it'd just be the wild movements you're kicking out. And then they'd be like, oh, there's a snake there. That's weird. I think they're watching me because I'm doing snake charming. Yeah. But they're watching me because I, I look deranged. Yeah. Well, and do you know, I would, have, I would forget again they can't hear. So we'd be doing that and go, all right, mate. <laughs> uh and it would be all right. I had you lost to... your damn mind in the middle of this watch, no, too. No, it was sweet. You I was started singing a song which had more than one verse about the ghost of George Clooney haunting a bassoon. <laughs> Clooney bassoonies a pretty tidy rhyme. <laughs> it was so cool and weird. There's a lot of singing happening during our watch. Do you know today. what the issue is now? We're right back in that spot of the podcast where all of the episodes are the B sides and anything of <laughs> vague interest or humour. Takes place between us. In between, like, it's honestly, it's, I, I felt like I regressed to a childlike state today. I felt three, where I was just loudly demanding the movie stop. I didn't have any, felt like I didn't have any control over what was happening. I told Tim he was my enemy. I said, there has to be an enemy. And it's I gave you. you a big cuddle, and I said, I'm your pal, eh? I'm your friend. We're in this together. And you said, stop crowding me. <laughs> I misjudged what you needed in that moment. It just felt patronising. It was. But it was, it was an attempt at help as well. Sometimes uh, it's both. All of that to say, we watched the movie as loud as we've watched it. As loud as we've watched any movie, probably, in, in living memory. And still none of it, none of it, n- none of it made it in. Uh, it was, frankly, it was a pretty disrespectful watch. I don't know what else you'd expect at this point. Although, that being said, and this is crazy to hit and watch number 45... This motherfucker found a continuity error. Big honking continuity error. And I could not be more stoked about it. I know, and this is a heavy, this is on the scale of the the two women and grown-ups too who are walking through the Kmart in the same point at different moments in time. That is the level of continuity. And that was a continuity, continuity? No. Okay. I'll say it. All right. A continuity error that IMDb discovered before we did, but not this one. Oh, no. Tim Back kicked in the door, waving the 4-4. He shot down anyone who was watching the movie before him and said, I'll find this. Describe it for the good people. It's in Mexico, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's in Mexico. As all great continuity errors are. 
trying to remember over whose shoulder it is, but it's when the four are having dinner in the restaurant. And there's a woman in a black and white dress. It's over Samantha because she's ordering more margaritas. You're right, it is. We see Samantha, we see behind her, we see a a young woman with a black and white dress walk towards them. Then we shoot around, do some more dialogue. Then we come back to Samantha, same woman, starts again, reset, same position. Breaks the time, breaks continuity. Yeah. Do you know what I, you know, and this happens every time. Yeah. But I really felt it now. What is frustrating about these huge moments for us, like finding a continuity on the 45th watch? Yeah. They just don't mean as much to anyone else. I don't need them to. This was a huge win for us. Yeah, it was pretty massive. It was massive. It lifted our spirits for because about as long as it was happening. We just less than a second of movie. We've been so I have been so impressed with the continuity in this film. The tomatoes oh. get you every fucking time. Like so all anyone talks about these these tomatoes. I mean, Mr. Big, week in, week out, he shows up and he chops these tomatoes in order, puts them in a bowl. Like the se- even the sound design is on point. The with familiarity that. he has with the layout of his kitchen is inspiring. Uh, do you know? Actually, I thought this week I'd turn my attention to Carrie husking corn. Oh yeah. Got a to few try weeks and catch to, her out, yeah, to try and catch her out. So she's find? husking corn differently week in, week out. Uh, week one, she's doing a pretty good job husking that corn. Okay. That's the report? Well, yeah, I mean, it's the first week, so it's going to be a pretty mild report. All but right. stay tuned for week two when uh, she might not be husking the corn. I mean, chances are she's going to be husking the corn, but you just never know, do you? But you do. No, but you but do. It depends where you're mentally because sometimes you don't. Sometimes you are genuinely watching it thinking, do something different with your hands. Do something different with your hands. Do something different with your hands. Part of the disrespect we showed the um, the watch, this watch, and I think this will probably happen now whenever Guy and I watch it together in the same physical space as we start re-soundtracking the movie. Mm. And that was a bit of fun. But you were chucking on very loud stuff. I was just trying Blasting to... Blasting me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, was too, it was too loud. It was what, too... What feature today? I demanded the start of Fortunate Son by CCR like yeah. a child. Yeah, yeah, uh, and you, you were really happy when that came on. That oh, was actually yeah. quite scary. Do you know, I don't think of that as childlike. You like there was my a, petulance for it was childlike, it was not, not petulant. the song. It was a visceral. It was the it was the neediness of an addict because like we'd already played about three or four songs in a row, and I was like, no, we're being naughty. We'll stop. And Tim said, no, he's, but as I said, he said we need fortunate son by just the start. We need fortunate son by Creedence Clearwater just the start, guy. And I said, no, Tim, we're done. He said, no, just the start. And his eyes were getting bigger, and he was getting scarier. And I said, no, Tim. And then uh, I put on a different song, just to antagonize him. And, uh, and I said, this does not sound like John Fogarty to me. Yeah, he said, this, this doesn't sound like no John Fogarty I ever heard of. I was playing Radiohead. And uh, anyway, I mean, again, all of these. Anic- oh, you guys, let's talk about, let's talk about something. Okay. Let's talk about anything. Let's talk about, man, let's, we've got to talk about something. Okay. <laughs> we've got to do it. This is. Ask me a fucking question. Um, I don't know what you want me to do. This is such a weird position you've put us in now. This is very strange. Here's the question, guy. How much money would you give in your current situation to not watch the movie another time at all? I wouldn't give anything to do that. Really? No, I don't need to. Like, I could just... We don't need to pay to break this contract. (laughs) Oh, true. I it's a fucking that, insane question. That didn't, yeah. Do you know what's weird? That who's, didn't occur to me. Who's getting the money? <laughs> you know, this deal doesn't exist between anyone but ourselves. That's not true anymore. There's a higher power we're answer, answering to who? now. 
I don't know, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. Just because we don't know who's holding us accountable to this doesn't mean they don't exist. Well, the burden of proof falls on your shoulders, my friend. Now I can feel it. It's like faith, you know, sometimes in spirituality and, and religious religion. <laughs> I, honestly, have, I don't think any deity or higher faith. power has any fucking curiosity as to what we're doing. I think the people who have paid to be in this room barely have any curiosity as to what we're doing. I would imagine at this point, sometimes I do this when I watch a live show, someone will be talking and then they will say something that will trigger their own independent thought in their head. And they'll just start thinking about that for a while. You fucking lost it, dude. I am making perfect sense. Do you know what I'm describing? I absolutely do. It's a weird thing to bring up on stage. Why? It's like, it's like hypnotizing the audience. Hypnotizing the audience. The opposite of hypnotizing the audience is giving them permission to just think their own thoughts. You paid fifteen dollars to come into a room. You've got something in common with someone else, and to just think your own thoughts. And there's worse ways to spend fifteen dollars. Cost fifteen dollars to rent this movie on iMovie. It's worse. That's worse. Fifteen to rent it. Oh, fourteen ninety nine to buy it. Sorry, four ninety nine to rent it. It's embarrassing. I tried to coax Guy into um, having us watch the director's commentary edition today because uh, we got gifted the DVD when we were in Melbourne. And he said, no, no, we'll save that for a rainy day. And fuck, I wish we'd ripped into it. Yeah, I just thought it would be a treat. I honestly... I've heard 30 seconds of it because I wanted to just, like, check it was on there and everything. And it's just Mattress Park King by himself. (laughs) And I can already tell from the first 30 seconds of it that he will not stop talking. Like, it'll just be... There won't be a breath in the whole film. He, he direct, Fuck, I'm looking forward to he it. He directors' commentary is how he writes. Alone. <laughs> totally alone. And without editing. Yeah. Just <laughs> about this. But there's no quality control what on that. What's he doing now? Right now? Yeah. Whatever millionaire, whatever millionaires do, man. I don't know if he's... He's doing, do a, lot better, he's doing a lot better. Than, are you kidding me? Of course he's a fucking millionaire. He's at the helm of Sex and, part of the Sex and City franchise and then two movies. These it's movies were box office smashes. Yeah, but it was a while ago. What, it, 10 years or something? Millionaires spend more money than the rest of us. It's true. They have more. Yeah. So they spend more. Exactly. It it's all comparative. Sense. It's just math. If you, this is the trick, right? If you're a millionaire, you've got to pretend like you aren't one. Because if you're a millionaire and you act like a millionaire, you may as well just be fucking me. You know? Well, not me. No, no, keep talking. If you're a millionaire and you act like a millionaire, you might as well be Tim Bat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Why? If you're a millionaire, you should act like you should act like you're Tim Bat, and then (laughs) then you'll be then you'll be sweet forever. It's the millionaires. No, no, no. They've earned millions of dollars to specifically not have a lifestyle like Tim Bat. Oh yeah. Say, okay, we'll put it this way, like like two Timbats rather than a hundred Timbats, you know? Do you know what? You didn't push back on that at all. My theory is that millionaires earn their they see the way you live their life, and they become, in a panic frenzy, they earn <laughs> millions of dollars. So they don't become Timbat. So they just don't have to live that way. Me specifically, yes. or that general thing? No, you, Timbat. I'm doing all right. I feel terrible right now, but that's not, that's not all the time. Isn't that Sometimes I feel good. All the millionaires in the world have seen your life, and they thought, "Not for me." And then you're living inside of your life, and you still don't have the self awareness or wherewithal to be like, "Not for me either." Yeah. <laughs> but you're doing an important job because you're the baseline by which other people measure their lives and say, think, "I'll keep going. I think I'll that, get out of bed today." Yeah, I think that's why it's important that we do two episodes of what, like, we're just pushing so much of ourselves out onto the internet to just like remind everyone to not fuck out. <laughs> 
to make sure you don't become Tim Bat. It's like important <laughs> that we get what are these episodes at the moment? I, They're I about agree. forty I, minutes. So I, there's like over an hour every week just to remind everyone right. out there you need to go and sort your life out and earn millions of dollars. So you don't have to be I this agree guy. with that in principle, but I don't understand why I've been dragged along for the fucking ride. Well, because I can't do it by myself. Someone else had to sort of be like a sacrificial lamb. Okay. I want from yesterday at 10 a.m. till today at 10 a.m., I want a food diary from you, please. Oh, man. You're going to out me here because I have gone vegan, but I've been I've fucked out. I went to McDonald's and I got a Big Mac. <laughs> Cannot describe okay. how delicious it was. It was so tasty. So you had a Big Mac at 10 a.m. No, else? no, no. So yesterday, 10, I probably, I think I, 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 I've been eating a shitload of fruit. So probably like a banana and two apples and some toast. And then, oh, a bunch of bliss balls. You know those like, um, yeah, yeah. you know bliss balls? <laughs> cool. Uh, like too many of them. And then, what I have, I don't even, oh, I had like a pasta thing, which was just very basic. Um, like tomato pasta sauce and, pasta and spaghetti for dinner, and then um, nothing for ages and quite a lot of booze. And then at two in the morning, comedian's delight. And then at two in the morning, I was I, I went to McDonald's. And then what about uh, and took before ten a.m. this morning? Because you oh, you bought a meal again. on Jetstar, didn't you? I I didn't know I'd done it, so I was super hungry because I almost missed my flight. Getting the last episode online. I was at the airport furiously like My uploading. man, cool lifestyle, bro. <laughs> I was sitting there like trying not to fall asleep at my laptop and then forgot. I do this every time. I keep forgetting you've got to go through airport security. I fly a bit. And every fucking time I forget that there's a security component to it. What's I'm your, just like, okay. oh, where's the gate in the airport? i got to get there. Huh? And then you got to go through security. And I'm always bringing knives and stuff with you me. Are. So it's, it's a real to-do, you know? You, yeah, you do fly with knives with more regularity than anyone who's not yeah. planning on committing more a crime. More than anyone. Challenge anyone to take on my record for the amount of Do you know, I was actually pretty impressed knives. by that food diary, Tim. It's pretty healthy. Uh, so I ate that sandwich on the Jetstar flight. What was it? It wasn't vegan. It was weird, dude. So Who would have thought? Yeah. Like... Egg? Jets are famous usually for their, their cheap airfares and their hot cuisine. It was really like confronting to get the meal as well. That she rocked up. I'm sitting next to two people. Normally, if you're on jets, the whole point of going on a budget airline is to save money, right? So why would you buy anything but the cheapest ticket? But apparently, I fucking didn't. I, I had paid for an Air New Zealand flight I will not use, and then... Weirdly, booked a like class up from the bottom on Jetstar, which included a meal. And the meal is this weird sandwich thing, which I think had egg. I hope it was egg, because I don't know what that would be if it wasn't an attempt at egg. Just, and uh, tuna. just mayonnaise, but with bits. Y- yes. It so could like, well just have been. little solid bits in the yeah. mayonnaise. And they'd use different bread throughout. It was like a club sandwich, but some of the bread was brown, like rye, and then some of it was white. It was a fucking disaster. But, but you I was ate so hungry, yeah, I ate yeah. the whole thing up. It's like going to school camp. And the, food, what tastes, way, the guy? food tastes better because you need to eat it. Yeah. But then if you ate the food you have on school camp at home, you'd think, oh, this food's not very good, actually. Yeah, you're right. So you probably eat some different food. Beautiful articulation of that feeling. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, I hate Charlotte. I hate everything about her. I think she's the worst. Tim was really mean to Charlotte at one point during the episode today because Miranda was asking advice from Charlotte. What wasn't and, that mean? Yeah, it and was you the same. Said, "What a fucking idiot! Who, it was, who asked for advice from Charlotte? What a loser!" It was the scene where, um, well, everything's blowing up, and Carrie Bradshaw is beside herself. She's been jilted. Deserves everything she gets. That's harsh. No, it's not. She doesn't think of anyone but herself. Of course, you can't maintain a relationship if you're only thinking of yourself. She gets, it doesn't make any sense. She's very hurt, though. Yeah, deeply hurt. She hurts everyone around her that's constantly. Not, that's not entirely true. She doesn't. I don't think she hurts everyone around her. She just doesn't help. Whose at life all. does Carrie Bradshaw make better? Well, you got me there, but I'm just saying she's not. If you're, if you're a friend and you're investing time in life with someone like Carrie Bradshaw, and then if, so, if any of them were to audit their friendship and be like, "What has Carrie done to benefit me in the last ten years?" Carrie social deficit Bradshaw. Yeah, that's her. I say name. nothing. But they can't extricate themselves from the friendship. I think maybe maybe Carrie Bradshaw is the Tim Bat financially in her social group of friendship. Everyone can make themselves feel better about how good a friend they are by looking to Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, but she's covered in honey. And so she's, it's, it's a sticky situation. So what happens is you become friends with Carrie Bradshaw and you think this is a launching pad. I'll learn what not to do. I'll make better friends from this entry point. But she, she she pulls you down. Yeah. She pulls you down to her level. Because all of the people around her, they're not brilliant either. No, but by comparison, a person is only as good as the people around them. Isn't it, what's the saying? A the measure, say, the, 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 it's a proverb. It's A person is only as good as the people around them. That's right, yeah. I got it word for word. I don't know what the fuck's saying you're trying to search for, actually. No, the measure the me, it's, it's, it's the measure of a man is the, is the, is the, people, around, is the people around them. Right. <laughs> But I made it gender neutral because I'm a fucking champion. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what's your point? That Carrie Bradshaw the Carrie is Bradshaw shit. is a fucking social leech. She's a parasite. She lives on other people. She pulls yeah. everyone down. She sucks blood by night. And um, that for her. I don't know, man. I don't know about her. It was that scene. Yeah. So so Miranda's going. Should I tell Carrie that I accidentally told Big they shouldn't get married and may have tanked this whole operation? And Charlotte's like, No, no, no. Don't tell her now. Don't tell him. Find another time. 
Who listens to Charlotte? No one. Charlotte's not, you know. Charlotte's, yeah. She's not smart like the rest of them. The rest of them aren't that smart. They're smarter than Charlotte, though. Miranda's book smart. Samantha's knows what she wants. And Carrie is actually so uh, deficient in empathy that she becomes somewhat intelligent. The way a sociopath is. A sociopath can do whatever they want. Carrie Bradshaw, is she like a fully self-actualized person where everyone else's opinion of her is water off a duck? She's just out there for her. Or like the opposite. Is she so hyper underdeveloped as a human being that it's like the same result, but it's because she has no empathy? I think it's the first one. I think it's water off a a duck's back. She's been to so much therapy in New York City that she's like impervious to other people's emotions and criticisms. Yeah, to... to, uh, It's that she's tanking out these fucking awful books and just confidently going, yeah, another brilliant novel by me. She starts a chapter in this movie, we see it, with Then Charlotte Said. That is the beginning of a chapter. Because you want to enter the story on an action point. And in Carrie's life, all of the action is her friends talking about things that have already happened. And so Then Charlotte Said is actually quite a gripping intro. At the end of the book, she's reading, we've fucking talked about it before, but she's reading from her new book. And like, we do not see her do any right. The only words she writes four, she writes five words in this movie. We see her write Charlotte, Miranda, and Samantha, and she also writes the word love. And so, at some point, she's booked in a speaking engagement to read for her new book, and she is making it up off the top of her head. It's so bad. And it it's doesn't so make any bad. Sense. Saying, you know, we're so excited to get married. Sometimes we forget uh, about the rules or words to that effect. It really shits me. She's got an audience. It's a bit like what we're doing. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> you either die the Samantha or live long enough to become the Carrie Bradshaw, <laughs> don't you? That's Dear good. Me. That Fuck. Did you have a shining light in the watch, though? No, nah, I didn't. Oh, true. I didn't watch it enough to get a shining light out of it. That's I'm going to be honest. Terrible. I was getting angry, and then I'd put my jacket over my head, and I wouldn't look at anyone. There was a guy I really enjoyed. He was definitely my shining light. It was an extra I haven't paid attention to before. He was over Carrie's shoulder... Couldn't even tell you what scene now. Fuck. Go on. I'm trying. Try harder. I know when it is. It's at the very end when they're in Denny's for the wedding. This is, the, and I don't know if you guys have figured this out as listeners, but this is a classic move. If you're hosting the podcast, you don't have a shining light. There's about five minutes left in the movie, and you're like, well, I'd better pay attention. And I'll just <laughs> find one thing, and I'll say that. There's a cool guy in the back. He's doing a good job. You get, he gets quite a lot of screen time. He gets quite a lot. Of, he gets a surprising amount of screen time where he's like perfectly in the middle of the shot. If you just like look to the center of the frame, it's him doing a very convincing job of mime talking to the people that he's with. And then later uh, we return to him and he's eating something. Very convincing performance. I'm sold. Shining light. He's a legend. We were also um, back on the hunt on the the green slash blue shirt brigade. Yeah. After Tim's uh, big discovery in an episode that you haven't heard yet, because it was only uploaded today. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Uh, but no, there's, there's a lot of green and turquoise shirts flying around the Mexican restaurant. And uh, we both made independent discoveries one week after each other. Uh, but this week we discovered there's two, tur- two variants of turquoise short- shirts, three short sleeve green shirts, amongst probably the seven male extras. And I don't know if this is the fashion at the time or if this is how people holiday in Mexico. But it's very confusing because all the fellas look really similar to each other. 
So it just seems insane. I mean, if I was if I was on set, I would have said I would have said something. I would have said uh, there's probably too many green shirts here. Yeah, it's not a problem now. Sure, it does suggest that something very bizarre is going on. Like people are running around. It's sort of like musical chairs. When the camera hits you, you've got to stop. It's like it's candlestick. Is that that game? Candlesticks where you run around and you stop. Someone runs through your legs. Have I had a stroke? Is this a real game that anyone's familiar with? Candlesticks, right? That's a thing. It's like that. They're all running around this Mexican restaurant, and if someone looks at you, you've got to stop and act natural. You're just like, oh. But they're also, like, switching their shirts and shit. Mattress Pikelet directs differently in Mexico. It's chaos theory. He said, if you're not on camera, I want you running around as much as you can. But if you're fucking moving when a camera gets on you, you're offset immediately. I love Mattress Pikelet King. He's so odd. I've seen him talk now. I've seen him talk in interviews. He's so intense. He doesn't have a lot to say, and I know that's throwing some fucking rocks out of a glass house. But he's so impassioned with delivering nothing. He's got what I would describe as one of the most severe faces I've ever seen. It's so... um. How would you describe it? It's quite I don't bizarre. remember it. I remember it. I feel it's like... It's not ugly, per se. It's like artful. It's like he's got a weird artful... Fa- it's very strong. It's got a real, like... We've never got... Oeuvre. It's got a real oeuvre. Is that the word I'm looking for? No, an oeuvre is like someone's body of work. Ah. Uh, or within, well, it's within... It's in my oeuvre. Is that right? Oeuvre is body, body of work? Yeah. I got a nod from one audience member. That's, that's enough. I assume that they're all very intelligent. Certainly smarter than you or I. How do you think the rest of the season's going to go, Monty, based on where gonna we're It's going to get worse moment? again. Uh, it'll it's going to get worse than this. Yeah, it'll get worse twice, and then it will get better for a little bit. Uh, and we'll probably go out. I'd say the best episode is in four episodes' time, and then it's all falling action from there. Okay. But um, we've got to, I think we've got to fix our discipline. I really do. We've got to go back to We've got to remember how we used to watch these movies. Yeah. We've got to go, I reckon, next well, I reckon watch, we should do VR. I've said this before, you, I know, again. We don't have the technology. I think so, it exists. I mean, it's a great idea. I reckon we should watch one on a boat. That's quite good. We don't have a boat either. It's, it's, oh, it's right. not oh, a serious okay. theory. It's, a, it's proving my point. I really went for that. I, I, think, no, I think, look, I think it's going to be, it's going to be fine. Like this is, I don't know what people want from us anymore. I said the only value left in it, I've said it before, I'll say it again, is just how much we'll unspool. Can, I'm really, un, I'm really unhappy watching this movie. Can I throw an offer out for the next five minutes? Can we attempt to review the film? Yeah. Because I don't think we've done it for ages. Sex in the City is a movie that follows the story of the beloved characters from the, tele- the HBO television show as they navigate uh, life in their 40s and uh, what, what happens after finding love in New York City. Uh, we have... Uh, you give me a synopsis. I want to review. Review start with synopses. Okay. I'll yeah. allow it. Yeah, you will. Uh, Carrie Bradshaw finally arrives at the, the supposed day of her dreams and marrying Big, uh, and her friends are in attendance who are essentially reduced to pawns in the life of Carrie Bradshaw in this film. Uh, Mattress Pikelet King has probably satisfied some uh, fans of the series by creating a two and a half hour behemoth. But uh, what the movie has in running time, it lacks in purpose or pace. Uh, we meander through two and a half hours of rich women complaining about their lives and things they've done to one another in a variety of restaurants while they all order subpar meals. So they've got no fucking taste. 
and it's very difficult by the end of the movie to generate any sense of sympathy for anyone. Everyone's lives remain virtually identical by the conclusion of the film. They've just made us watch them wallow in their illustrious self-pity for two and a half hours. One star. One. <laughs> Absolutely crushing. That was a brilliant review, though. Have a crack. It's quite it sounded fun. sounded like Mark Commode. Um. I watched Sex in the City today. As a someone who's older than five. Dude, you review how you want to review. I'm going in a more like gonzo sort of a fashion, you know? Like Gonzo this. doesn't mean idiotic. <laughs> no, sorry, you go. I'm I being watched, so mean. I'm fucking furious. Yeah, you are. It's all right. I understand. I watched Sex in the City, the movie today. It is not a good movie. I see what you're doing. It's a very different reviewing style. That might be it. <laughs> no. Let me have another run at it. I want, no, My yeah. parents taught me that if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. End. No, let me take another run at no, it. No, I'll, I'll pick up where you... I'll pick up and then you can take it back over. I want to have one more run at okay, it. Okay, go for it. Okay. I would like to outline the positive features of Sex in the City, the movie. Everything is in focus in this film. No mean feat when you have a movie of two hours and 40-ish minutes to make sure every shot in there is in crisp focus. I could see everyone. That's it. You did three reviews. I'm going to do them back for you. <laughs> I watched Sex in the City, the movie today. It was not good. My parents told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Everything's in focus. Three reviews. Hands. You struck out. Yeah. If you say, my parents, you know what? I thought you were going to flip that, that saying on its head. You say, my parents told me, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And for 31 years, I've abided this principle. Oh, that's so much better. You should be reviewing this film, not me. I did. I did a bang-up job. I'll do another one. You really did. Yeah, go on. Uh, Sex in the City, the movie, is a a two-and-a-half-hour romp through the lives of beloved HBO characters Carrie Bradshaw, Miranda Hobbs, Samantha Jones, and Charlotte York. The four girls are reunited in illustrious Manhattan as their lives uh, jump from moment to moment. We enjoy uh, the grandeur of a large-scale wedding between Carrie and Big, only for once again Mr. Big to break her heart, that dastardly dog. Carrie finds herself in Mexico thanks to the power of uh, friendship between women and that the four return to New York City with a new zest for life. Carrie imagines Jennifer Hudson in her head. In what is a pretty troubling sequence, she dons black face and voice for about 40 minutes towards the end of the movie. And such as her inherent racism refuses to introduce the character to anyone else in the Sex and the City universe. At the end of her mental breakdown, she runs into Big in a walk-in wardrobe in a penthouse where there was once a share drop. There is now a plush carpet. They lie down. They fuck. They both get carpet stains on carpet stains. Yeah, carpet stains on their knees, and then they get married at City Hall. I want to. I. I. I, I I'm sad. <laughs> the end. <laughs> This is brilliant. You're very good at this. Um, I want to be Carrie Bradshaw, and I want you to be Samantha Jones, and okay. I want you to tell me that we're not friends anymore. <laughs> hey, Samantha, it's nice to see you. It's great that we can catch up like this. Carrie, we're not Before friends. Before you start, I'm just going to talk about myself a little bit. 
So this morning, I was walking across a, a pedestrian crossing, and I wondered to myself, are all pedestrians just crossing, or are some standing? Sorry, you were going to say something. Carrie, we need to Oh, talk. hi. Thanks for coming over here, wait staff. Uh, I don't have any respect for you, as you were. Carrie, the Samantha, reason... I get it. You love to fuck. But can we talk about me for one hot second? I'm sad. Mr. Big doesn't, he doesn't know how to love me like I need to be loved. Insane. This is devastating. Even like being in the, in the scene with you is, it hurts, you know? What an effective tactic to hold on to your friends. Yeah. Just steamroll them every time they try to break up with you. It's kind of, it's I'm like Charlotte York, you're Miranda Hobbs, and you're asking, you're asking me for advice. Do you think I should tell Carrie about the thing that I did? Ah! <laughs> How big do you think Mr. Big's dick is? <laughs> those listening, guys indicated with his hands, conservatively, a metre. <laughs> it ain't all of that. That's <laughs> right, your boy Gmon's got a donkey dick. It's right down at my ankle. <laughs> Tucked into my about boots. your genitals. I know. I was implying my, my penis is, is longer than a meter. Okay. Never had an erection in my life, though. Congrats. Not enough blood. I see. <laughs> I got an extraordinary dick and an ordinary amount of blood. Life is hell for me. <laughs> <laughs> You've, what we, 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 we're, we're in a good zone now, though. Very rarely do I hit this zone. This is what it felt like to be seven before I understood that words have consequences. <laughs> Samantha is 50 years old at the end of this film. How many sexual partners do you think she's had in her life? Uh, 150. One for every north, year of her life. Way north of... <laughs> <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> Mr. Big at one point... When Carrie comes home after she says that Mr. Big jizzes all over the curtains with his donkey dick, she comes home and he's dragging okay. his turgid cock around the around the balcony. He's smacking candles off the balcony. They're falling off. People's wigs are getting on fire. And he's going, ah. People's and wigs she are come, on yeah, fire. Yeah, she comes in and he goes, I love you. About? And he licks her from her navel all the way up. He licks her all between her breasts, all the way up to her mouth, and then kisses her. Half of that story is true. <laughs> It's pretty wild. We haven't noticed how much tongue gets out of his mouth on screen. But you, you were like, hold on, can we rewind the tape on that today? And we looked and, oh, His tongue is everywhere. His tongue everywhere. is everywhere. It's fucking disrespectful. It's I'm a miracle that Chris Noth didn't get, uh, you know, done for harassment. under it's, the, under, in, in the It's one, amazing and, yeah. Matthew Broderick didn't turn up with his BMW, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's incredible that Matthew Broderick, uh, you know, walks free amongst us today. And... <laughs> And that is all I'll say on the matter. <laughs> you don't want to bring it up. Don't say his name. You're absolutely right about that. Uh, I'd like to say this. You the, can't the, get away without a shining light at all, though. Okay, I'll do a shining light. I loved it when Mr. Big licked Carrie's navel from her belly button to her fucking mouth. I thought it was disgusting and bold. I honestly cannot imagine being so... I mean, it, it's a testament to Chris Knott's confidence as an actor. Yeah. He would have had to ask for, for permission before doing that, or he could have sprung it on SJP, but either way, it is just too much. It is too much. Yeah, it's horrible. Even in a porno, you wouldn't see that much tongue. It's it is true. rank. Yeah. Healthy tongue, though. <laughs> My tongue is sometimes is a little bit white. It's really gross, but his tongue is pink as a baby's bottom. That might be a makeup job, though. 
He might have a tongue no, like you, yours. Maybe there was a whole budget to make sure that Chris Noth's tongue looked like yeah. normal and sexy. And he wrote it in his contract. He said, hey, I need someone to be doing VFX on my tongue. Yeah. I said, it's really not that important because we're not going to be seeing a lot of your tongue. He said, oh, we're going to be seeing a lot of my tongue. <laughs> Well, sorry, I require a butt double. There's no scene. Yeah, I've been doing some rewrites, actually. Uh, who knows how much tongue and ass is on the cutting room floor? There's one. His tongue. This is the interesting thing about Mr. Big. His tongue twice as long as his donkey dick. There is a scene where he fillets his own asshole for 45 minutes. And I think we'll end the episode there because we've got a special treat for our live audience today. Truly. Yeah, well, that certainly wasn't it. I've looked at your watch. We've been talking for 45 minutes, which is exactly how long we're allowed to talk because... And uh, is this gonna, are we going to wrap up the live episode now and then talk yeah. to these people? Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> Stay tuned uh, next week when we watch Sex in the City, the movie. Uh, and and if please you remember as well that if you're in America, in Chicago, New York, and Los Angeles. this live show sounds like something you want to get involved with. <laughs> or Portland, Oregon. Uh, go to littleempirepodcast.com slash live and grab some tickies. Yeah. But honestly, like, I, I am, let me take this opportunity to say it on the record on the mic. I do apologize a little bit for my stake. <laughs> You're cool, I'm man. not at my best. You've been so relaxed. You've had your legs up this entire episode. I'm trying to stay for away. For anyone who didn't figure that out from listening, Tim has had his feet up for 45 What minutes. is gross is I've, I've, like, I've got a cold now. I had two hours sleep last night. And I've got this weird um, uh, reflex where I'll grab the microphone to sniff. So I'll like, amplify the sound of sniffing. How fucked is that? Do you know, this This is how I know the podcast is having a negative impact on you. Because when we started, we had worse equipment, obviously. But yeah. you were so, so strict about mic technique and noises on and off mic. And then now, you have, like, unfurled to the point that you are... It wasn't strict. I was mindful. You're sabotaging yourself. Yeah, I think you could be right. I'd like to say thank you for listening. I'd like to say stop listening now. <laughs> we just have a good rhythm together. He sort of feels me out, I feel him out, and uh, we go for it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.